welcome. This is a little pre-ramble right now for the episode. And just like Charles Band, I'm rushing stuff out the window just because it's topical. Uh, with me and Roger Boyer, indigenous filmmaker, friend of the show, got together and we recorded an episode, which was a lot of fun to record. A lot of fun, a lot of laughs. You can kind of hear us geeking out, which is like the purest form of the show. So definitely check it out after the uh, musical interlude. I want to shout some people out. Uh, Thick and Sweaty, fantastic uh, podcast. Uh, Stefan Richard more than the other one, who I will not name on the show anymore because she did my favorite movie of all time. So let that stew. And if you're listening, you know what you did. The next one I want to mention is Sean Geek Podcast. Just an amazing show. Great topics. Uh, last time I was on, it was a blast. And I'm actually working on being on that show in the future for some fun. I also had Sean on recently. That episode is going to come out in the coming weeks. Also, right now I've been doing a lot of stuff on Twitter. Uh, I haven't really done any follow Fridays recently just because I don't know just sometimes life gets in the way um, nothing wrong but just just is but I wanted to shout some people out I wanted to shout out verbal diorama uh, at verbal diorama on Twitter uh, a, a fantastic podcast uh, she really likes a deep dive and I really enjoy her work and also OD Poly Hour. They often forward me and stuff like that. And fantastic podcast. Very, very informative. Definitely check them out at OD Poly Hour. Then we've also got uh, Is It Better Than Robin Hood podcast, where their whole thing is they review movies and they ask if it's better than Robin Hood, the, the Kevin Prince of Thieves. And in my opinion, there's never been a good Robin Hood movie. Apart from Mel Brooks, Robin Hood Men in Tights. They, they can't get the formula right. I'm not even a fan of... I, I don't even like the Disney version that much either. But I think it might just be like me being a Nottingham boy at heart. I don't accept, you know, changes in something I grew up with. So, there's that. Now, uh, every month now, uh, I've been... Uh, past two months in March and April I've done some live streaming we started off on Podbean that didn't work out to how I liked it uh, last week we did a live uh, watch along on Twitch that is now where we will be doing it where we will be watching movies over Twitch will be me and my career of two black geeks and uh, we may have guests, we may not, but the whole thing is it'd be who's watching. I was intending to release it, but it's pretty hard to, uh, right now get it so that I can convert it into MP3 form. So I might lay off on that until I can figure it out. Maybe release it as bonus episodes. But last uh, week we did Shark Exorcist. Uh, I'm, I've got a movie in mind for next, but it's going to be very interesting for when I actually release it. Uh, you know, actually release when it happens. Uh, other than that, yeah, that's it.
Uh, there we go. Welcome okay. to Beaver, uh, Beaver Does Movies. You, you talk and join the intro, dude. <laughs> sorry. Well, yeah, so, three, two, one. Uh, three, two, you know, one. You know, I'm not even going to take out that. That's the issue with Skype recording. Until I get a webcam, you're just going to hear a lot of people interrupting each other because you can't read each other's lips and wait for us to finish. But <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to Beaver Does Movies. Uh, James here. Uh, who else would it be unless I hire Roger? Roger Boyer's here too. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. So, how you been, man? How you, how you surviving? I've been good. I've been enjoying the time. Well, you know, for the, for, as I've been trying to enjoy as much time as I can uh, catching up on a lot of other work during yeah. this time of quarantine. Oh, man. The amount of stuff I've caught up on, like when it comes to like TV, movies, and video games... This is like the event I've been waiting for because I finally got a reason to stay in and just catch up on everything. For sure, and isn't isn't that kind of interesting how we can just uh, sit and chill out? Uh, you know, after we're doing other stuff, just sit and chill out at home. Watch exactly. Movies. It's actually funny because can you imagine if this type of event happened in the nineties? By week one, we'll all be rioting in a Mad Max style if it was <laughs> in the nineties, because at least. Well, at least now we have everything at our fingertips. We're all connected. But in the 90s, you had dial-up. You had the Sega Genesis, maybe the PlayStation, depending on what year it was, and whatever was on TV. And guaranteed, it would be like now where it's just constantly showing the same news all, all over the place. VHS. VHS yeah. tapes galore. <laughs> That they 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 would be gold though, because trying to find all the VHS tapes, it, it'll be like a mission in itself. That would be like the gold of this Mad Max universe, where people are searching for tapes, especially the coveted RoboCop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just happened in the '90s. It, everyone would be on their phones, and you'd have like kind of these party lines being set up. I oh feel yeah. Like, because, Everyone Actually, would need yeah. to communicate, yeah. But no one would have a. I don't think. I don't think computers were really so well, you know, all around um, as much as they are now. I think back like, in ninety, yeah, eight, back in the late nineties, probably ninety-eight, ninety-nine was around the time I got my first computer. So, but if yeah. it was like ninety-four, That's we're cool. all doomed. <laughs> no air conditioning. One oh, phone. Yeah, you have to go rent movies and games, and there's only oh. Genesis and Nintendo to yeah. choose from. Oh, can you imagine the riots at Blockbuster? Oh, my. <laughs> if, if this no. happened back then, guaranteed mm. Blockbuster would have bought Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> because they would have so much capital just from people renting from their stores. Yeah. Like I said, the VHSs will be the toilet paper of today. <laughs> because they were like, I need to watch, I need something just to entertain myself away from everything. Yeah, you, know, you got death. <laughs> yeah, they would have been delivering it also. Yeah, so oh, and you would have, and you would have uh, death squads for late fees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It's like someone's waiting for a particular film, and they'd be going crazy. Yeah, so you got like death squad. <laughs> Death squads drive around in blockbuster cars, beating them to death with blockbuster cases. <laughs> I think we've got a like movie. A, I think yeah, we've got a movie like here. A movie. That is, that's a movie, man. We got to write that up. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, Alter so alternate universe. Yeah, exactly. Of course, 
what happens if a really bad virus hits in the 90s? And I think the 90s is coming as a time where people do a lot of movies and TV shows. So maybe we could uh, get ahead of the curve on that on that way too. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so my question is, uh, what have you been watching in this time? What have you been catching up on? I've been catching up on, I, I subscribed to Shudder. So I caught up on a couple of horror films that I've been wanting to check out. I, I checked out, yeah, I checked out Shudder's, I guess they have a, a series about cursed films. So okay. I watched the first few, I watched the first few episodes of that. So they had The Exorcist, The Omen, and I think the other one, other one was Poltergeist. I think there's six episodes. I, I have to double check that. I could totally be wrong. Oh um, man, that, but sounds, yeah. that, that sounds fun. I, I just, just re-subscribed yeah. to Shudder. And yep. I've been looking for things to watch. And that, that sounds like right up my alley. Just the whole Poltergeist story alone is crazy enough. Yeah, and they were spoke and they spoke with the director of um Poltergeist 3 also. So uh, so he's on there. So the first three episodes I think were Exorcist. Uh, what did I say? Exorcist, the Omen, and Poltergeist. So I'm gonna yeah. watch the rest of later on. So oh, I've been yeah, I've been catching up on those things. Did you manage to catch uh tell uh what was it, Creep Show? The the, the Shudder, yeah, they got a Shudder original creep show. Uh, I'll put that on the list. Yeah, they, <laughs> I'll add that. See, yeah, I'll add that. We're, ha- we're, helping out, we're helping each other out with some recommendations. What else have sure. you been checking out? Well, I checked out Mandy finally with uh, Nicolas Cage now by, uh, oh, how do you say his name? Panos Cosmatos or something? I can't even say. I'm probably, I'm totally butchering his name. Probably, but uh, what did you think to it? I really enjoyed it. It looked like visually it was very beautiful, like, right? He, yeah, and he totally has a certain style that he has because I seen Beyond the Black Rainbow, and I thought that has a really you know interesting style to it, and you can totally see his style in Mandy. Um, yeah, it, it was slow moving, but it was also you have to be into that type of uh, stylistic horror horror niche film, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed Nicolas Cage's performance, and you knew, you kind of know where it's going, right? So yeah, is is like a great revenge movie. And yes. I, f- I feel the director really uh, tapped into Nicolas Cage and got him that crazy performance, but kind of kept him grounded. You know, he went crazy in in the times when it was needed rather than overacting in, like, different places, if you know what I mean. Yes. Well, he and brought a lot of that. Yeah. He brought a lot of that Cage energy, as they say. And it, it was interesting. Like, my favorite scene is uh, after... After something happens and he's in the bathroom screaming, and it's just silent, apart from like the music playing, and he's yeah, just like, a... and he's just one... drinking alcohol. One long take of that, hey? I know yeah, I should, and it, yeah. And it was like, it was it was so good. It was like just so like chilling. I remember it. And it's funny enough, the main actor, uh, the main villain in the movie, he is. Um, Relate. Have you ever heard of Coronation Street? Coronation. That's. Uh, I have. I'm trying to remember. It's, I'm trying to remember. It's a uh, British soap. Okay. Anyway, the uh, Jeremiah Sand. Uh, he is actually the son of one of the main actors in Coronation Street, and he was actually in Coronation Street as well, playing his son. So yeah. it's kind of fu- it's kind of funny seeing him in that, and then he. He was also in Batman Begins as well, like in a small role. I'll have to, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't familiar with all the uh, all the actors, but I'll have to, I'll have to uh, I should actually go through your credits. <laughs> there you, you go. Know, they, yeah. 
in Mandy, the the big uh, cameo for me was Bill Duke. Yes. I was like, hey, it's Bill Duke. <laughs> oh, man. Bill Duke elevates Predator. anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Commando. Yes, Action Jackson. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. He was recently in a show that I've kind of dropped now, but the only mm. reason why I stuck around was because they had him as a villain in the movie. It was, oh, well, in the TV show, it, it was called Black Lightning. And he was like Black the, uh, yeah, it's like a DC show, like okay. DC Comics show. And okay, I was, it was okay. I was enjoying it, but just his presence and everything, just the way he's so relaxed, even though he, he's kind of lost a bit of weight just because he's aged, he's still scary. Yeah. He's well, still he's like, ter- yeah, he's a, he's a tall dude. He's a big dude, isn't he? Yeah, but he's like he's kind of lost a lot of his uh, heft that you see in like Predator and everything like that. So he's a lot smaller yeah. looking, but he's still yeah. terrifying just the way he looks at people because he has like yeah, that, he, he has that dead eye expression. Yeah. So well, he's like seventy years old, right? Oh yeah, I, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying even like in his age now, he's still a complete badass. Yeah, you know, I was really surprised to see him, and I was like, hey, it's Bill Duke. <laughs> oh, of course. Like I said, Bill Duke in anything. I actually, the next movie I actually want to watch that has Nicolas Cage, I think has like a, a bit of a connection to this, is uh, The Color of Space. Color of Space. Uh... Apparently it's a, H, um, a Lovecraft movie, and it's like an independent Ooh. movie. Color of Space, I'm trying to remember... Um... I heard I heard the name. I'm trying to remember who directs who directed that one. Uh, let me take a look. Cool. Right, uh, we'll, uh, to the listeners out there, we are totally not looking on our website right now. Uh, no, no. Richard uh, Stanley. Yes. There we go. Uh, Richard Stanley, who did he's, I've heard that name before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He because he was the one who got kicked off of the um, oh Brando. Oh, uh, Island of Doctor Moreau. Yes. Yes, Doctor Moreau. Yes. That- that's gotta be an episode, and it might, it might have to be a double episode just so we could talk. You got, we got to talk about the movie itself and the behind the scenes dumpster fire that it was. Oh man, I know. I seen the uh, documentary when they had it on Netflix, so I was kind of lucky with that. Oh the yeah, passion. I don't think it's still I, on there, but it was. I, I was very uh, unlucky. But yeah, apparently <laughs> it was really good, and apparently he's doing a, another adaption called the Dunwich uh, Horror. That's his next movie coming out. But I'm really looking forward to, because I think Nicolas Cage is actually getting a, a resurgence because he's going independent. Have you noticed that? Yes. I've noticed, well, yeah, because he's staying away from like all the big, I, I think he maybe, you know, not, not like I know Nicolas Cage, but I'm guessing that he just wants something different also. He, he just wants to be in a different environment, something that helps him. Because yeah. he, whatever, he, like in Mandy, he, he did a really good, he gave a really good performance in Mandy. So, I can understand why he probably wants to go to something like um, uh, more yeah. independent, like uh, Color of Space. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah. that. is it is it out? Like, is that film uh, out already? It's out on video on demand. Yes. Okay, I'll have to so, keep that in mind. I, I'll take a look. And another movie I recommend of here was um, I think it's Mother, uh, Mother and Daughter or something like that. Uh, it stars Nicolas Cage. It's about all the parents um, getting infected with this. Uh, Disease that makes them want to kill their children. And that's another Nick Cage movie? (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, Nick Cage, uh, Selma Blair, and Lance Henriksen. And it's directed by one of the guys who did Crank. Oh, Nedvid Nedvid Taylor. Yes. I I, I think it's Taylor. Taylor? Yeah. But it's it's insane, though. That's out right now? 
Uh, yeah, that was our. It's actually on Netflix. Um, Primal. Primal. Okay, um, I'm looking. Pri- yeah. I'm, I'm guessing Primal color running with the devil. Uh, Mom and Dad. Okay. Oh, I did see running with the devil. <laughs> that's one <laughs> of the. That's one of the ones I just saw, and I was I. Uh, yeah, it's 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 serviceable. It's interesting, but nothing oh, that yeah. you remember. Mom and Dad. Okay. okay. Brian Taylor. All right. Yeah, it's really good, and it's, it's on. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Uh, I just looked, and it's not on there. So okay. I might I, I might have to find it for you and send it to you. But it's definitely it has that crank style, but it's yeah. in more of a horror than action. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna, so I'm keep we've that uh, <laughs> we've we're not even <laughs> we're not even. I, I'm thinking we're probably going to gloss over the movie anyway because we're having too much fun and we don't want to ruin it. Talking about this movie that we watched. Oh, it's in the goodness. it's in the title, but I think <laughs> we're gonna have to get to it, Roger. Yes, because well, is, the best way to do it is just to dive in. <laughs> dive in, oh god! Plant head first, more like, because there's no water to this pool. Because oh, me and you, if you're listening to this in the future and this all is blown over, we are currently in the self. You know, self-distancing, social distancing, isolation, whatever whatever you're doing right now or back then, that is what me and Roger are doing. And to, about this this movie uh, came out April 10th, and it took 28 days to complete. So this was pretty much a week before all the social distancing happened. And we watched... Full Moon Entertainments, uh, I've done a few episodes on them already, so you kind of know what's up. We watched Corona Zombies. Hmm. <laughs> and. <laughs> what do we okay, say? Okay. Where do we begin? So, this movie <clears throat> isn't technically a movie. <laughs> it's. They, they've. Remember that movie Kung Pao? Yes, that's it's, a great movie. That was a fun movie. It's kind of like that, but 50, 75% worse. Because <laughs> I, chu- I had one chuckle in this movie. <laughs> well, I Kung chuckled. Pao, when you say Kung Pao, it's like, let's talk about Kung Pao instead. <laughs> 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 There's a movie I had fun with. Uh, anyways, okay, okay, enough of Kung Pao. You, yeah, you had one. Though, like you, you, you chuckled once on this one. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell, I'll tell you later on. But so what this is is, it's got like wraparound segments, and it's two other movies combined, and then it's overdubbed with terrible comedy. Is that an oh. accurate description? Yes. I mean, <laughs> we we can say they tried, but it just didn't hit the mark. Um, like you, a couple of times I chuckled, uh, maybe once or twice, at least twice. I'll say, I'll give them that. I did chuckle about twice. So I, I had one at the end. Yes. And, uh, like just a couple of the, um, the comments. Cause I, I watch a lot of the, uh, mystery science theater. Yeah. So when I, that's sort of, that's sort of how it felt like, but they were dubbing the voices and they were making these jokes and I thought, Hmm, that was kind of funny. A couple of times it was funny, but um, you know, were you, 
I mean, you know you're in a bad movie. I, I actually sent Roger my initial reaction because the opening <laughs> title is, a, you know, the coronavirus, the way it looks under a microscope, and then yeah. it goes, Corona Zombies. I sent it to Roger. I know you can hear me. He's going, wow! <laughs> because they're not fucking around with the references. I swear, <laughs> April 9th, they finish editing this probably. And they got it out there the next day. Pretty much. That's probably what they did. It's like, we're yes. going to get this up to date as much as possible. April 9th, let's do it. And <laughs> oh, so it starts off with what I would think is a stripper. Barbie. Barbie, yeah. Because the entire movie, she's the ditzy blonde and pretty much most of the time her boobs are hanging out of her shirt. Yeah, and she's like stuck at home and she's like uh, talking to her friend and that's kind of how the story starts. Yeah, that old gag. Yeah. And, and it's the one thing that, okay, I do admit I chuckled twice. One for a joke they made and another was, you remember the, sh- the shower scene? Yeah. She's wearing a top the entire time. <laughs> no, I remember. And they're not trying to hide it. No, you think she's they would like, like you think they would like just put it like so that the camera doesn't see it where it's just like covering her lower half, maybe like a boob tube or something, like a flesh covered boob tube, so she doesn't have to be topless. But no, she's full on getting a shower with a bra and like a shirt on because guarantee they go, Hey, can you take your top off? No, okay, no worries. <laughs> the director's like, Yeah, maybe, yeah, uh, and she's like, Nope. No, no, that's not happening. <laughs> I am not taking my top off for Corona zombies. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I'm guessing that she, it's like she was dressed in a bikini, right? So that's how she had, she filmed the scene. Uh, but it's kind of interesting how the movie they used, I guess, because the, they intercut with uh, a couple of films from like the early 80s, late 70s, roughly. Um, yeah. There were, well, no, the one movie is from what, the early 80s. Uh, uh, the, the Hell of... Oh, what's it called again? Hell of the Living Hell, Dead. Hell of the Living Dead and yeah. Zombie versus Strippers. Or yeah, zom- versus zombie. Zom- yeah, and those ones were Zombie versus Strippers was was more modern, like about uh, 2012. And yeah, yeah. So it was interesting how they intercut with they that film had nudity in it. So I mean, yeah, that's that's the uh, nudity that they wanted. Yeah, so they didn't obviously didn't have that in the, in the modern version, the one they just filmed like last month. So yeah, Zombie versus Strippers came out in 2012. Man. <laughs> and uh, Hell of the Living Dead came out in ni- 1980, yes. Yes, okay. oh my goodness. <laughs> and you know what I actually found while watching this? I was like, I kind of want to just want to watch these whole these whole movies instead of watching this. Yeah, I want to see what happened. <laughs> like, Hell of the Living Dead, I, I was actually kind of enjoying some of the gore. It's like some really inventive gore. And I don't want to hear shitty jokes. The only shitty jokes I want to hear is when I'm making them. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because, oh man, like they are really shitty, and and so <laughs> let's let's have a chat about this plot, shall we? So we sure. have two, we have like three plots in a way. We have the wraparound segment with Barbie, that is her name, complaining that oh I don't have toilet paper, oh I might have to Vaseline a towel so I can wipe my ass, or oh, get a hose. Or get a hose to the top. 
yeah, that's pretty much the level of the jokes here. And then we also have the other plot line, which is Hell of the Living Dead, where it's they're trying to take back some toilet paper that was stolen. Yeah. You know, that yeah, old... Ch- yeah. And they so, were directed by President Trump, who they actually managed to have in the movie, like yeah. via footage. So you got to see this while you can, because there could be a complaint by the president about using oh. his official footage. Oh, God. <laughs> Guaranteed, probably. I'm I'm surprised because it looks like a lot of the footage footage is from CNN, so I'm surprised CNN isn't trying to sue. Because here's the thing: at the end of this movie, I I, I waited until it fully was done, and I yeah. saw, "Do not reproduce this under threat of FBI." <laughs> I, I I'm thinking of trying that and go, "Hey, what about this footage that you stole or something like that?" <laughs> Make your DVDs and sell them. Sell them here. Exactly. Yeah, or, or I might just do like a live Twitch and see yeah. see if they have any issue with it. Just just to test them, just because they have like a lot of footage of President Trump, and I think that's under copyright in itself. Yeah, <laughs> and and then the other plot line, which is just added just to pad it out in my because it would have been okay if the whole tanker of toilet paper would have been the main plot line in between. Mm-hmm. But you also got this weird stripper battle that they're talking about which makes no sense and it's just added just to pad it because oh shit we can't have a half an hour movie well yeah it was like the news kept cutting back to like uh a zombie outbreak a corona zombie outbreak in a strip club yeah and we didn't know who these people were and why we cared and they were just showing all these crazy zombie action well zombie gory scenes from that film intercutting it with the news guy talking about oh more more outbreaks and and here's the thing because these are meant to be uh new newscasts who's filming this if if we're like going to go into the universe and forget that we know that it's other movies that they're, they're showing let's just step into the uh the corona zombies universe who's filming this <laughs> as people are getting brutally mutilated and he's not running he's just standing there how do they like, have? It's it's how? like he <laughs> carry on. No, I just yeah exactly. How did how did they get this footage? And like, who's the news guy risking his life to get them live footage from these zombie outbreaks? And it's two news guys too, because it's not just the ones doing the toilet paper watch. It's also the one doing the zombie versus strippers watch as well, like recordings. <laughs> so no, you're you got, <laughs> so I, the real movie will be where they do the Pulitzer surprise, which is between them two to see who wins. I think that was, if you go into the universe of the Corona zombie newscasters, they're trying to yeah. get, get, get award-winning footage. Yeah. Which, and then, which, and then the, yeah. the big the big movie will be them, you know, the, those two versus each other and who can actually get the best footage. That would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the movie they should have followed, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two camera guys on a mission during the Corona zombie outbreak. I think there's a story. That, I think there's another movie there we got. There, there we go. Cro, cro, uh, corona reporters. Corona, yeah, Corona reporters. Yeah. Corona but, cameramen or women. Yeah. <laughs> and so the only original footage, like I said, is the wraparound, which is Ken, uh, Barbie, uh, played by... Uh, she's actually a legit actress too. It's not just some bimbo they picked up off the, 
at, at the strip club because you didn't have enough money. It's <laughs> Cody Renee Cameron. Yeah. And she's actually, she's been in, she was actually in El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie as Candy. Wow. wow. She, well, like, she did really considering. I mean, but sometimes some directors can pull out a really good performance from some of the actors. I think she, she was good. I mean, I, I think she realized what it was, and she's probably having fun. So, um, but I, the the character, yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Okay, I do think she wrote her own uh, IMDb profile though. Okay, can I? Uh, Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> Cody Renee Cameron is a delicious cocktail compromised of Caitlin Olsen. Julia Garner sprinkled with Farrah Fawcett, then shaken into a, a chilled glass of Pamela Anderson and barbed wire. She's Midwest sweet and L.A. chic. Cody made a big screen debut playing the corpse in the disturbing necromancy scene with Jenna Malone in the cult classic The Neon Demon, directed by Nicholas Reff, guy who did Driver. After a series of roles where she ends up mur murdered, her friends graciously named her the best dead girl in Hollywood. She is best known for her role in El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie where she worked alongside Aaron Paul. Cody is not afraid to weld a microphone on stage at the comedy store or at uh, 22 on the gun range with the stunt team. Bam. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool, burger, cool, bio, cool bio. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking she wrote that herself. And you know, she wasn't so bad. And I actually think I remember her in uh, El Camino. So good on you. But then you chose Corona Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's probably, I wonder if like, they're like, hey, we're going to come to your place and film this really quick, like in an afternoon. That, that's my wondering. And then I wonder if she said, said to Charles Band, who directed this, hey, dickhead, I was in El Camino. I'm not taking my top off. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well speaking of el camino that you know we were talking about films that we have to catch up on i have to catch yeah. up on breaking bad the entire oh, really? series yeah oh, i know man. people will be like what yeah but it, I, have go to, for it, man. I have to catch up on a lot of them but it, you know i am catching up on a lot of them i think the series i, I i'm digressing here um yeah. lost in space was the one last one i finished that i, I actually didn't mind but anyways i moving on to the just uh <laughs> lost in space i stopped that after the first episode i just I couldn't get into it. Yeah, well, there's no Corona zombies there, so... Yeah, so know. that... that yeah, so. <laughs> You're not well, missing out on nothing there. <laughs> if you remember me, Roger, I kept sending you updates on this movie going, it's still going. Yeah, <laughs> I thought just you thinking, fell asleep. <laughs> no, no, it was just... I was watching it, I was watching it, and it just... You know that time where it just feels like forever? Yeah. This felt like forever. This felt like, yeah. a, like a three-hour epic. <laughs> well, the the newscast comes on and they're like, "Oh, we're with the uh, Corona Squad," and then let's just check in with them. So yeah, that's how is, it, 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 yeah, it would, yeah, that's, that's how it would cut in, yeah, yeah, and and that's Hell of the Living Dead. Well, and and I couldn't like I'm watching this film and I'm like, wait a minute, I've seen, I think I've seen this film years and years ago, <laughs> maybe on VHS tape, but I couldn't yeah. I couldn't remember it. It looked it looked clear. It wasn't VHS quality, but. It made me want to seek it out again to see what happens. And uh, yeah, I guess it got I, kind of ruined because, you know, they use a lot of the good stuff from the from the actual film. Yeah, but How, it's still be interesting. I'm actually very interested, especially the scene with uh, the little kid. I thought that uh, scene was pretty. 
that I just like, hey, they, I was like, they put that in a film. It's like, oh well, this has to, this wasn't made in America. I was like, yeah, yeah it was definitely. an Italian horror film. So yeah, they, but yeah, that was like a film. really cool scene. Also, the the look on the kid when he's eating his dad or something, whatever. <laughs> he just, just looks so pissed off. It actually reminds me of a like a video I saw. It was this little kid who was told not to eat an onion. But she eats it anyway, and just the look on her face is like, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't turn into yeah. a zombie, oh, too late. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, I like the effects, too, on the zombies, too. Like, a lot of them were, like, all mangled up faces and everything like that. Yeah. That has nothing to do with Corona Zombies, because they didn't even do it. So No, not, yeah, so, it was. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, his is, like, applauding certain scenes, but here's the thing. They didn't even do that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only thing they did was overdub it. And every time the zombies came on, all you can hear is, Corona. I'm like, oh, yeah. come on. Come on. That's, that's all they kept saying. And it's, you know what? Like, come, <laughs> come on. You know what would have written, like, this, this isn't like, I'm not saying this is a fantastic joke, but what would have been better if it was TP. <laughs> you know they're after then, the tour yeah get it yes that was that was uh, that would have been they could have threw that in there a couple times at least right yeah just like all the items that kept getting like take you know um hand, wave, that's hand sanitizer <laughs> uh, just different zombies saying different things sanitizer. Uh, yeah <laughs> and then i think it would have been better if at the end mm-hmm just to really, because I'm a, I'm trying to get one right now. It's pretty hard. But if she, because during the reference segments, uh, the Barbie is being haunted by a Corona zombie. Yes. And I actually, I like the effects on the Corona zombie too. I was yeah, actually pretty, yeah. you know, it looked pretty cool. I like the mask and I like that they kind of ripped it up and I did like his, messed up teeth coming through it and stuff like that that was cool but i think to end it she should have bashed his brains in with a bidet yeah you know how they ended it was it was all right but it 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 just ended with the worst green screen ever (laughs) oh man (laughs) they green screen her into the film right was it the film or just some random background no, no, no. They, they green screened it. In, yeah, they actually green screened it into the film. They paused it and had her walking around. And, like, oh, they didn't even, like, get her to, like, do situational awareness or even, like, put blocks there to make it look like so that she wouldn't step on it. It was just a straight green screen. And you can kind of see her trying to walk. It's just funny yeah. because you can kind of see her trying to look at the director and wondering where to go so she doesn't hit the background. And it looks so terrible. Oh, like, you should have, like, if they were going to end it like that, they could have at least had her, like, kill that zombie that was haunting her. It's like, yeah. he led Corona dead something. <laughs> I, I don't and, I don't have any TP, but this works better. Bam! Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, it would have been so much, like, the, the zombie versus stripper bits, don't even work in the context either. Like, there's nothing that affects anything. It, it's it's just boobs and people fighting, and that's it. You know, the, I the, think only, it, the only scene it, really that really gave me 
another chuckle which had nothing to do with it was when the old man bit her on the ass and his mouth moved and he still still saw dentures on her ass. <laughs> and that wasn't even oh uh, yeah, that was from the zombies versus strippers. <laughs> yeah. That was the only time that made, that you know gave me another chuckle. But that has <laughs> enough, that has nothing to do with Corona Zombies, like I said. But I'm actually talk, film. <laughs> yeah. The only time I actually got a chuckle from what they what they actually made was at the end of the Hell Hell of the Living Dead segments where one of the guys gets murdered, where yep. it, it the door opens and the guy gets dragged through. The only time I could laugh was, oh, they're not even take look, look at that one, it's laughing. Because you can actually see <laughs> someone laughing while yeah, during the scene. As they're biting them into the guy. <laughs> and they I've actually, seen that. I, I actually appreciate that they actually brought that up. That made me laugh. Because I'm like, well, you know what? Fair play to you that you're actually making fun of that. That's That was like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 level joke. <laughs> and like what that like one guy was like lighting the what do you call it? He lit that zombie on fire. He's running around pushing him around, you know. At at any point, it's I'm thinking, why don't you just shoot them? What, what are you doing? <laughs> like why yeah. are you running around with a with, you know with a torch just trying to keep them back? Because yeah. I kept thinking, man, I wonder what uh, like were these stunt guys or were they just regular people? Because we ready when he runs into that certain group of zombies. Yeah, I'm thinking, are these all stunned people, or is he just like they just the director told him light that torch up and go, you know, try to hit the try to hit the zombies and the exactly the actors playing zombies are like trying to dodge it and they're moving around. I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. well, I guess it's working. Oh, <laughs> I guess it yeah. works. He didn't light anyone on fire except to, except at the end, which I'm sure it was planned because <laughs> that zombie was you know he's on fire walking away, but uh, yeah, from that hell hell of a uh, the first one, Hell of Zombies. I can't even remember. Hell of the Living Dead. Hell of the Living Dead. That w- I have to watch that one because I'm thinking, wow, they did a lot of crazy. That movie did a lot of crazy things, and just how they, yeah, uh, yeah just how the director got the actors to jump around. That one guy to jump around. I'm thinking, just shoot them. Wouldn't you just shoot them in a situation? What are you doing, arguing and not using what the gun? Where, where he gets like in in the middle of the zombies, and he's like basically telling them to buy him. And like, what are you doing? Just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and w- w- his buddy who got killed goes yeah. and dresses up with like a dress and a hat, and he's playing dress up in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. Like, yeah, puts his gun down and then walks out into the open where you know you know where zombies are. I'm thinking, yeah. well, I guess maybe that worked in 1980. I guess <laughs> maybe that worked for suspense. But I do but, wonder. I do wonder though if that was an editing thing, oh, where man. that might have been the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I wonder how it all starts out, right? Yeah. Well, all the news people were like uh, not giving us accurate information. No. <laughs> but you know what we should do? We we should watch Hell of the Living Dead for the podcast. Should let's do that. <laughs> we, we should do that because we we got like a lot of questions and we're, we're actually I wonder if it like holds up as its own movie rather than being like the best segment of a god awful movie. Let's watch it. Let's let's watch it. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> next <be> week. <laughs> next week, me and, me and Roger watch Hell of the Living Dead. Because yeah, we'll see. We'll we're see intrigued working. enough to want to watch it. <laughs> I want to see that movie now. <laughs> let's see if the yeah, wood works. We go. I'm going to try and find it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Anyway, uh, and then, like, like I said, the movie ends with the worst green screen of all time. Uh, no. And then she, uh, I forgot, does she kill the zombie and then runs away, or I think she just ran away. She sees yeah. the zombies and she ran away. I'm thinking, why didn't you do like uh, get some trauma special effects out of your blow up like uh, cantaloupe or something like you know exactly. at the end. Yeah. But she she ran away, which I guess okay. Well, she runs away. The to be continued. <laughs> oh God! You can't just end the scene like what what happens to Barbie? Where, where is yeah. she now? <laughs> like I said, He's... this setup really felt like an anthology movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it really felt like an anthology movie rather than an actual movie. And this movie is an hour. That's how long this movie is. If it's you a... have an hour. If you've got an hour and yes. you, you just don't like yourself anymore, just watch <laughs> this. <laughs> because, because, oh, God. Uh, it was awful. Oh, honestly. man. Well... Like, like, me and you are enthusiasts, and we often enjoy, like, so bad it's good and stuff like that. But we've got, we've got our limits. <laughs> it's got like our limits. Too- too soon, uh, which was the director's name, Charles Ban. Too soon, Charles Ban. He should have oh, released God. it in May, May first, not or May tenth, not April tenth. Oh, <laughs> guarantee! Oh, guarantee! He was trying to get ahead of the curve because uh, that's that's the way he does things. If you if you followed Charles Ban's uh, movie career as a director, you know he he, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like who, who cares what what we say? Because <laughs> you know who Charles Ban is, right? Uh, he's a director of this film, of course. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. I'm sure he directed uh, classic films back in like the '80s, back when the VHS boom was happening, wasn't it? Didn't he? Yeah, uh, Puppet Master being the, the number one thing. Yes. Yeah. And Puppet Master classic. Yeah. I'm and... just looking at your transfers. Transfers. Oh yeah, I haven't seen transfers, but that's like always intrigued me. I've always like looked like the look of it. Uh, Living Doll. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure gonna look up, but yeah, we're totally not looking up our our our. our I online. am. <laughs> okay, we are. Uh, people listening. Back in the '80s, oh. yeah, he he turned to some classic films. Like I remember, I watched Transfers. I mean, I remember Transfers from a long time ago. He also did the Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but I seen the cover in, in many. Uh, Back in the back in the VHS VHS I, video rental store rent days, I did a an F episode on it back in the day. Well, it was a few years ago, but and was it, it was, was it better it, than Corona Zombies? Yeah, it actually was because it was a budget and they had Gary Busey in it. Oh man, yeah, he had a, he had oh, a budget for that. Oh God, I just found one. He he made a movie called Un- Unlucky Charms. Unlucky Charms. Yeah, and he's like got a killer leprechaun. He made, called, he made a movie called. He made a movie called Ooga Booga. Uh, oh, like I said, Evil Bong, Dangerous Worry Dolls, Erotic Secrets, Decadent <sighs> Evil, The Haunted Casino, Petrified, Aliens Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look that one up. Hold on, <laughs> I'm looking up right now. Oh, oh I bet you it's gone wild. It's <laughs> gone wild. Uh, I, I don't think it's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, hideous mystery monsters, 
Head of the Family, Dollman versus Demonic Toys, Prehysteria, Crash and Burn, which was actually a fun movie. I actually watched that one. Crash and Burn? Yeah, looking- The Dungeon Master. Like I said, this is just us talking about Charles Band and like all his movies. It, yeah. His whole his whole thing is get it done in like twenty four to six days, and get huh. it out. And they have their own streaming platform as well. And they're also uh, linked up with Tubi TV as well. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so. all you got to do these days. Make your film oh, in a month to get it out there. Yeah, pretty much. And this is what they did. Like I said, yeah. this came out April tenth, and it took them twenty eight days. So March the tenth. They read the news and went, you know what? We should do something about this. Let's get let's get the boys together. What's available? Let's dub over it. Cut all these scenes together. Let's we what what, what rates of films do we have? These ones, okay, good. Let's use it. Let's do a wraparound. What's yeah. that? How do, how do you describe her again? Pamela Anderson from Barbed Wire, I guess. Who makes yes. who makes that description about yourself? Who who <laughs> describes themselves as Pamela Anderson from Barbed Wire. <laughs> <laughs> like, the remake of Casablanca. Who Did you know that, right? Barbed Bar- Bar- Wire? Wire? Re- yes. It's a remake of I, Casablanca. I did, I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> more action but, scenes. Wow, that's, I think there was that's more the weirdest scenes. thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> it's like, Barbed Wire. It's the weirdest remake in the history of remakes. You know, actually, speaking of barbed wire, I found a barbed wire poster uh, oh. at a thrift shop for a dollar, so I bought it. <laughs> I, don't know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to hang it up, but I'm like, a dollar for barbed wire? Can't go would wrong you with wife that. Let, would your wife let you hang it up? Uh, if I, maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll have to ask her now. <laughs> I would okay, just do so, it for, at first and then just get in trouble later, right? So so, if it, uh, so, next, so we're actually going to be doing Hell, Hell's on, uh, Hell of the Living Dead next week. We got to do that one. Yeah. Next we week, yes. next week, I want you to give me an update if uh, your wife let you put the poster up. <laughs> I'll ask her. I'll ask. I'll see what she says. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a big collection of posters that I haven't hung up yet. So. And if you I can just... record, if you can record a reaction too, that would be extra gold. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> you might have to turn it off if she starts beating you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Anyway, so what I want to end us on is we've been pretty down on this movie, apart from one segment that, that's not even related to their own directing. I'm looking on IMDb, and there's a lot of ones and twos in the ratings. Mm-hmm. But I found a couple of tens. So... <laughs> So I'm gonna. Holy shit! We're totally not looking on the IMDb page right now at all. Not at all. I'm looking. I, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed to admit <laughs> I'm looking on the IMDb page right now. So okay, you are. <laughs> I am. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the reviews. I'm actually gonna read you. I, I swear this. Uh, I can read two. One, two. There's three different. Uh, ten out of ten reviews. So I think it's the same guy three times. <laughs> Maybe it's the director. <laughs> Pro- it probably is, or his son, who is told he'll be grounded if he doesn't review his movie and gets his friends to. So funny, <laughs> ten out of ten. Funny like crazy. Corona zombies. I expected another cheap, cheap movie that never should have done. That seemed to fill up the genre, horror genre. On every movie. Oh, holy fuck! This is terrible. 
I expected another cheap movie that never should have been done that seemed to fill up the horror genre on every movie website these days. Sure, this movie was low budget, but it was very cleverly done. I loved how the writers spoofed the Japanese Godzilla Mothra movies and the Italian sci-fi movies by dubbing everyone's lines in English, no matter what the characters seemed to be. Loved how they mixed in some Mystery Science Theater 3000 style lines that Tom Zover and the gangs would say. The zombies were just believable enough to pass in the movie. I thought it was funny all through the movie and hilarious in the last third. Looking forward to seeing more work from Charles Mann and his associates. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, if you want to look at him, we're seeing his more work. Just look at his, his library. Sign up for Full Moon. There you go. <laughs> or, or just watch it on Tubi TV because they have a connection. So Yes, sign up for yeah. Tubi. Yeah. Speaking well, of, uh, if you're uh, this episode is sponsored by Tubi. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, w- I wish, man. They just got bought out by Fox. I, I would like, I want a piece of that pie. Oh, man. Hey, if, if Tubi messaged me and go, hey, uh, we want to do you for a deal where you just advertise our wares and you can watch our, watch our stuff and we do a little kickback. I'll do it. <laughs> Most of my them. podcast is based from Tubi, pretty much. Yes. That's so how you find I, all these films. Exactly. If you if you if you're listening now and want to recommend me a movie, just look on Tubi. Just look on Tubi, see if you can find anything and send it my way. Because I'll gladly watch it because Tubi TV is my podcast is always in a coma. And if it wasn't for Tubi, Tubi is the plug right now. And if Tubi ever goes, that's the plug gone and I'm flatlined and I'm dirt. Because Tubi <laughs> TV is just keeping this podcast going. Yes. You know, if, <laughs> he, uh, James is going to start a Patreon page and he, he needs to get his Netflix subscription paid for. So uh, any fans out there? I, I, I've already got a, pa- I, Roger, I've already got a Patreon page. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. <laughs> I got, I got four, $4. So I've got I need another twelve dollars, and that's my Netflix paid for. So, yes, that's, uh, <laughs> actually, I might, actually, that's gonna be a goal. <laughs> That'll be the goal for this episode. Let's get this guy to fifteen dollars. Is this for yeah. sixteen dollars? <laughs> yeah, sixteen because my dad uses it. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I have to do the free screens just to make sure make sure that everyone's what if everyone watches at the same time, no one gets kicked off. <laughs> I got mo- Damn I got Netflix. <laughs> I got to mooch the parents, so. <laughs> it's like, damn you, Netflix. What happened to your $9.99 a month? Oh, God. That that was years ago. <laughs> back back in the day. So, yes, Roger, thank you so much, man. And... You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for the $4. I'm <laughs> yeah. just kidding. That, that wasn't for me. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I don't see that you signed up to my Patreon, so. <laughs> oh, it looks like I'm going to have to, uh... Even those movies where Roger pays to be a guest. <laughs> yes. Please subscribe. Four dollars every time you're I've a actually, guest. <laughs> I actually had someone that um, signed up to my Patreon and, and has been a guest. So it's Sam? funny. <laughs> yes. Sam? <laughs> shout out to Witch yes. Police Radio. <laughs> no, don't shout out to Witch Police Radio. <laughs> sorry, Sam. <laughs> don't say sorry to him. He knows what he's done. <laughs> oh, oh. It's a one hey, it's a one way war. He, yeah. <laughs> me just making fun of him. He just ignores me. <laughs> yeah. You're like I'm coming for number one spot in the Uptown Magazine list podcast. 
Oh, he's not going to want no, he lost he, last time. He, oh, he lost. Well, never mind. Yeah. He fell off his pedestal. Yeah. Sorry, Sam. I, I, forget it. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm going after the old champion before I go for the new champion. I'm I'm basically toughening myself up, making myself better, and then going for the top right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the young kid trying to prove himself. Trading starts today. Oh yeah. Podcasting 101. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyway, sign so, up to this Patreon. Sign up to the Patreon yeah, page, everyone. Yes, yeah, yeah, sign up is in the link in the description. I will not actually. I would say I would. I will stop podcasting unless you sign up. I would never podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna take it to four dollars and a run. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take my four dollars that I pay out in over Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> Just take off. I'm basically hey, breaking, I, I'm basically yeah. breaking even. <laughs> Well, that's good. If you're breaking even, you're doing something good. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, for Corona Zombies, um, I just wanted to give a quick summary that it was one hour of kind of sitting there watching. It was a couple laughs, but you have to really be a fan of just watching these types of films. And if you're watching these types of films, you know what you're getting into. And yeah. sometimes you find a gem. And unfortunately... Sorry, all the actors, this wasn't a jam, but I appreciate your effort and your hard work. And even the director, um, hey, you're making movies and getting them out there. Awesome. Uh, I, so, should think this his, I should think this was his 333rd movie. Wow. And I know, what you do, I, know, I know what you're doing, Roger. You're trying to get him to like sign you up so you can, you can do a couple of movies under his banner. I know what you're doing. Oh, my goodness. Corona Zombies 2, come on. Come on, Charles Van, sign me up. You're trying to you're trying to butter him up so that you, you can send you <laughs> some of that Corona Zombies money your way. Yes, let's, let's get this up. To, I'll make the film next month. I'll, I'll go under a different uh, a different name. <laughs> Come on, but, Charles Van, Corona Zombies too. I'm ready. <laughs> Directed by Roger Royer. Yeah, <laughs> Roger Boys. Is it Roger Boys at IMDb? I'm gonna be using I'm gonna use his name for everything. Roger Royer. <laughs> yeah, the actual the actual Roger whatever will come on the IMDb one day and be like, I didn't know I directed all these movies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. And I guess you could, we're going to be hearing this next week as we actually watch Hell of the Living Dead. Hell of the Living Dead. Yeah. Let's do this. I got to find it. Let's see what it, that but... movie was about. Let's see what that yeah. one was about. <laughs> yes. Anyway, catch you later, man. Okay, thank you Bye. very much. Have a good Later.